Whether you get into a minor fender bender or a more serious collision, car accidents happen to everyone, even the most experienced drivers. But I feel like I get conflicting information about how to actually handle that situation. Are you supposed to call the police? What do you do if the person you're in a collision with doesn't have insurance? What do you need to actually process your claim? That's why I reached out to Kurt Peterson, an insurance agent at Bank Midwest, to ask for his step-by-step -step guide to navigating an accident like a pro. Hey, Kurt, thanks for joining us for Dream Plan Live today. How are you? I'm great, Emma, and I appreciate you having me do this podcast with you today. Of course. So today we are going to talk about the best ways to navigate a really stressful situation, a car accident. So what's the first thing that you recommend people do after they get into a collision? Emma, the first thing that I recommend to somebody is, is stay calm. Anybody can have an accident. So, and make sure everybody in the vehicles are safe. So, like I said, most accidents normally aren't really the serious situation, but everything goes a lot smoother if you just kind of get a better peace of mind, better hold of yourself, and uh, it helps that situation. Right, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. What's the next step? Emma, I'm a big proponent on calling the police. It's another witness in this situation. So most people aren't going to have the police or the sheriff's number memorized. So just call 911. So they're going to ask you questions. You know, if there's any injuries, if there's an injury, they'll send out an ambulance as well. Again, like I said, most accidents are not of this severe situation. But if it is a severe situation, just make sure within reason that you're not moving anybody that could be injured in a vehicle. You can sit and talk to them, that kind of stuff. And then also, don't start moving the vehicles. So take a picture of the scene. Everybody's got iPhones now. Take the front, back, sides of both of them. Maybe take both license plate numbers. Yeah, but definitely don't move any injured people or, or the vehicles. If you're blocking the road, take all those pictures first. And then if everybody's okay, move the vehicles. Right. Yeah. And if the accident is more serious, the authorities will probably take over the management of the accident because, like you said, the main priority would be taking care of anyone who's injured. But in a situation where there aren't any injuries or the injured are taken care of, what should you do next? Next thing you need to do is start collecting information. So the other party's name, address, phone number, try to get a picture with, again, with your iPhone of their insurance card. Um, you've already taken pictures of the accident scene. The one thing I do not recommend is don't take pictures of each other's driver's license. There's a lot of private information on your driver's license, your address, your phone number, your date of birth, um, your eye color, everything is on there that identity theft, those people would love to get a hold of that. Yeah. Wow. I had no idea, but that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. It's a mis you know, it's a misconception on a lot of people's part, you know, that, boy, I need that person's driver's license. You don't need that. You're going to have everything in that police report that's going to have all that on there. Right. Is there anything when you're talking to the person that you've been in an accident with that you either want to make sure you say, or probably more importantly, you should not say? And the one thing that I, I definitely want to make sure people don't admit fault or attempt to make any type of settlement there. Say that the you know, person offers you $500 and you take the $500, you pay them in cash, and all of a sudden they've turned it into their insurance company and there's no evidence that you've given them any money. So don't, don't admit fault, don't attempt to make any type of settlement. Right. And I think that is a really big one and also relates back to why it's so important to stay calm and collect yourself as much as you can after the accident. 
But I would really love to know what you do in a situation where you're in an accident with another driver and that driver does not have insurance. Yeah, so the possibility is always there that the person can give you a fictitious name, a wrong phone number, and then you turn it in and all of a sudden you find out that person doesn't exist or they do give you the right name and the right phone number, but they don't have insurance. So if somebody doesn't have insurance... You're not, you're not stuck. I mean, we just have to then that turn, turn around and turn it into your own insurance company. The mm-hmm. negative is you have to pay your collision deductible, but then it goes against your insurance. Your insurance company responds and pays the damages, you know, minus your deductible. It goes against your insurance company, but it's not an at-fault accident. It's more of a hit-and-run type of claim. And then they will try to make subrogation against that other party to get their money back. Okay. Wow. That's really great information to know. Is there anyone else in the scene that you should be talking to outside of, of course, a police officer and the person that you've had the accident with? Yeah. Any adjuster is going to ask you if there was any witnesses. So, and if there are anybody around, I mean, say somebody was crossing the street when you had the accident at the intersection, ask them if they'd be willing to talk. They don't have to. Any passengers in your vehicle, any passengers in theirs, um, it just gets a another story other than he versus she type of situation. Oh my gosh, I didn't even think about that. What is the next thing that you need to do to file a claim? So so you're going to have all your information and everything ready. You're going to have your pictures. You're going to have your police report. You're going to have your witness statements. Next thing is to come in and see us. Oh, your insurance agent. Yeah. Wow. I'm really stressed just thinking about the idea of an accident, but having these clear steps makes me feel a lot better about navigating the situation if it happens to me. Yeah. So Emma, that's one of the the really great benefits of having your auto insurance or any insurance with Bank Midwest. Number one, you call in, you're going to talk to a live person. So we don't have a press one, press two, press three. So you're either going to get somebody in the insurance office directly, or if you go through our call center, you tell me you have a claim, they're going to know right where to take you. So you're always going to talk to a person. The other thing is we're here to help you. We're a live person. I can't imagine calling into an 800 number and trying to turn in a claim with an 800 insurance company. Um, so we've got our, we've got us as our agents. We've got many customer service reps, but we're going to take all that information. We're going to turn it in for your claim. We're going to have an adjuster assigned. You're going to have everything. You're going to have your pictures, everything that you have already gotten. So we're ready to go from that point. The last thing we're going to have you do is go get an estimate. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's great. Well, I would feel really centered during a really stressful situation if I could have somebody that I trusted or a person, like you said, that I could talk to right away to help me out. Um, Kurt, thank you so much for all of your wisdom and talking with me today. Yeah. So Emma, I think it's, it's, for me, claims happen every day for you. They happen hopefully very rarely, but we're always here to help you. So from the word go, we'll walk you from the start to the finish of your claim and make sure you're happy. Thanks again to our guest, Kurt Peterson, for talking with us today. Dream Plan Live is a podcast presented by Bank Midwest. You can find more resources about insurance by visiting our website at bankmidwest.com blogs. And if you liked this episode, subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you streamed this episode. This podcast was hosted and produced by me, Emma Meyer, with Emma Meyer Content Marketing. We're so excited to share more conversations with you. Keep dreaming big, and we'll see you soon. Bank Midwest Insurance. Securities and insurance products are not deposits, not FDIC insured, not insured by any federal government agency, not guaranteed by the bank, and may go down in value.